This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's time for our weekly check on Baylor softball. Here's softball assistant coach Hoot Jonigan with the voice of the Bears. And joined now by Baylor softball assistant coach Hoot Jonigan. Should I say Steve Jonigan? No, no one would know who I'm talking about. It's Hoot Jonigan, ready to start another season. I had this thought, what what season coaching is this for you beginning this week? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I would say probably close to 30 in yeah. all of my years of, of, of coaching in the minor leagues, coaching baseball, and then uh, now coaching over here. So probably around 30-ish, somewhere yeah. in there to do it. So yeah. it's, it's a lot of them and a lot of opening days, and they keep getting better and better. There's yeah. something special about opening. You've always heard hear that, something special about opening days. But when you've put in all the work and you've worked hard, you're ready to go out and, and see what you got. And uh, I know the kids are. Now, I've, I've learned with my experiences to, to, to kind of channel that energy and, and keep it under control. But getting these, these uh, ladies to do that is a different story. So that's my challenge now is to try, hey, it's one game. It's a big game. But, hey, it's, uh, it's just one game. we got to go out and take care of business and be ourselves. So right. that's the challenge we have right now. It's, uh, it is fun, though, isn't it, when you get to the start of a new season and, and so much hope, so much promise, new team, what are they going to look like on the field? It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it really is. And, and, and it's what it's all about. You get to start it and – and you get to see how the how the girls mesh. It's really important. I mean, this year we're excited as a coaching staff because we were talking about the other day, we've got 13 or 14 players right now that could start. And that's a good problem to have. Yeah. So now what we've got to do early is we've got to put a couple of teams out there and see how they mesh, see what the best nine is. May not be the nine best, but the best nine that work together. And, you know, we heard Coach Drew go through that early in the year as well, and other coaches do. You're trying to find the right combinations early in the year. So it's exciting as a coach to see, but you got some talent, you got some ability, and now it's time to go out there and put it together and, uh, and let the cream rise to the top. Are there some things, I mean, you've had practice, you've been dancing around the weather, even today it's raining again, but are there some things you really don't know about your team till you get them uh, on the field in a game against somebody else? Absolutely. And, and you know, it's – some people call it white line fever. They walk across the line, oh, no, things change. <laughs> Everybody has a certain degree of that, I think. Some handle it better than others, and that's where I think experience would help if they've been through it before to learn how to channel it. I was just talking to Emily Hotty earlier today about that. I said, you know what, I know everybody's ready mentally and they're excited, but can they control those emotions to where they, they let their abilities show? And that's the trick of the trade. So, uh, But anyway, it's, it's a good problem to have. We're excited. There's no better way to find out until you get out there. Uh, when umpires are there, people are in the stands, you're on a different field than Getterman, uh, and you're against good teams. So uh, it's going to be a challenge for us, but we're looking forward to it. How has practice been dodging ice, dodging rain, a uh, lot, of, lot of variables there going into the season opener? Oh, thanks to the Getterman Indoor, uh, you know, we don't miss a beat. We're, we're very fortunate, very blessed that Ted and Sue Getterman gave us that building years ago, and, and it'll be used for forever. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been different. It's a Justin flow. It's the name of the game. You know, we're going to play, as you know, I thought we were going to open up last week when it was supposed to be icy and cold because that's when usually the start of baseball and softball happens. But, uh, but we, fortunately, we didn't. 
but uh, but no, we were able to get our work in. You know, we got turf in the outfield. We got tarp and brown and sports field solution do a great job there. So we can even pull that, take ground balls. We went outside last week during during the cold weather. It's thirty two degrees. Yeah. We got to go out out outfield for fifteen minutes. We're taking fly balls on the field, and then you're out of there, and then you go in and you can hit, and pitchers get their work in. So. Uh, again, it's not the same as being out on the field and stuff, but again, it allows you to get your work in, which is what's important this early in the year, get your repetitions going so you're ready to go. I know you really love going out in 32-degree weather, don't you? Yeah, I look like a snow skier at that time. You can't see anything but my eyes. But, uh, yeah, I don't like to be cold. You know me. So I'm going to be bundled up. I'm going to be layered up. And I learned that living on a farm now, too, because you've got to go out. Cows got to be fed. So I learned how to layer up. The only thing I haven't brought to the game yet, uh, yet, is key word is my uh, camouflage coveralls. Maybe uh, you may be seeing those someday. If it's really bad, nice. you may see me. In that. I would be all for that. There's a little green in the camouflage, right? So it'd be Baylor green. That's exactly right. But if it's camo, you may not even see me out oh, there. Where's Hoot? I don't see him. So anyway. Hoot. That could be a new ploy, like uh, the NCAA would have to uh, have a new rule. Prove it. <laughs> That's right. Can you wear camouflage? Where's that coach? We don't know. That's right. And, you know, I'll get a Big 12 sticker and put on it. Maybe that'll make it official, you know. <laughs> but I know this. If I have them on, I will be warm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, tournament in Las Vegas. Uh, you think warm in Las Vegas. What's the weather like? going to be like out there? You know, it's going to be in the 50s, 60s during the day. It's going to get down to 40s in the night. But, you know, the other day we were out there and it was 47 or something. We're normally we're freezing. But after those two really cold days yeah. – I mean, we were like, man, this is great. We had yeah. girls out there in T-shirt. I mean, it was short sleeve, so uh, so it was good. So I think that got us accustomed to it a little bit. But at night, it's going to get chilly. But, again, the, the girls playing will be fine. They're going to stay active. It's us that stand around that are going to get chilly. But I'll have my jacket, and I'll be warm. What about the teams you'll see out there? I think it's five games in three days. I mean, that's jumping in with both feet. Yeah, we're going to play Southern Utah a couple of times. We'll play Weber State, who has a book, good ball club. UNLV is the host. We play them on uh, – the prime time on Saturday night, and then we come back with Arkansas. It's probably the best team in the tournament. Uh, it lost a lot of kids from last year, but really got a, replaced them with a lot, reloaded with a lot of talented kids. So it has the pitcher in the SEC and the pitcher of the year uh, back this year as well. So, but again, a good challenge, good barometer early in the year on where we're at. And, uh, you know, we're trying to work out the kinks and, again, trying to find the best nine to put out there. And love the challenge. Look forward to it. Uh, I've heard Glenn talk about this, and we talked to Britt about it on our uh, Sikkim podcast last week. But in what ways have you seen a benefit from playing and winning that NISC you know, to end last year, just a positive end of the season? Uh, how did that, if it did, carry over? Oh, it did. I mean, the confidence level is, is incredible. We go up there and – you know, we hit better than we did all year. We came together. We grew closer to each other because we had a lot of time because it was kind of spread out because mm-hmm. of the weather. But uh, but I think it was a growing growing time for us as well from a culture perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a good time, did a lot of fun things off the field, but we, did, we came and showed up and played well on the field. So it shows us we can do it. We're not that far off. Granted, it wasn't the tournament we wanted to be in, but it was the hand we were dealt, and the girls embraced it, took advantage of it, and we were able to come back with the championship. And, and uh, you know, one of only two teams that won their last game they played, yeah. which there's something to be said for that. Now it's time to take that and, and build on that. We've added, you know, four freshmen and four transfers again to, to, to the mix there. I think we've improved ourselves there talent-wise. Uh, it makes ourselves better. And, you know, iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. That's, that's our motto for this year. And that competition, I think, is only going to raise everybody else's level on the team. So we're excited as a coaching staff to see what level that can be at, and we feel good about it. 
Hoot Johnigan, our guest, Baylor softball assistant coach, opening the season this Friday at a tournament in Las Vegas. So it is here. Um, what would you say is what's the mo of this team? What's your strength? What's the what do you want to do? What do you want to be known for? Do you know that yet, or is that yet to be determined? Well, it it will be determined, but I I do like our possibilities. I mean, I think we can be really good in the circle. Obviously, that's where you got to be. I mean. Uh, I've been around this game. I haven't been around long, but Glenn and them have told me that, and what I've seen, it starts there. Mm-hmm. Just like it does in baseball, it starts on the mound. So I think we're going to be really good there. Got to stay away from injuries, and kids got to continue to, to grow and develop. But uh, like what we see there, defensively, I think we've got, you know, potentially, uh, and talking to Glenn, he's been in softball longer than I have, but maybe one of the best defensive mm-hmm. teams we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, infield, outfield, behind the plate, the whole nine yards. So we're excited about that part. And then offense as well. I think we've got some some uh, potential there in, to score in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, we got some that can play the short game, some that can slap, and then some that can hit. And depending upon where we're at in the day and who we're facing, can hit with power. So uh, we're we're excited. We got a lot of tools in the toolbox there. And now it's just a matter of, uh, of, of bringing them out and, and letting them shine. So we're excited and looking forward to that. Good. In your 30 years of coaching, uh, if you start with pitching and start with defense, I mean, that's a pretty good foundation for a good team. No doubt, because that keeps you in the game. And then you get a hit at the right time, the timely hit or the break. You know, even some of our better teams, uh, even back think back to the years 2012, we would run all those games in a row. It wasn't that we just went out there and blew everybody out. Mm-hmm. We had some we had some lucky breaks. Ball gets in the sun, a bad hop. We played well. An umpire's call. Mm-hmm. All those things go into your play when 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 you're winning and you're on a streak like that. Mm-hmm. And that has to happen here too. And then, how well do you handle those those deficits too? I think we did such a, a good job in those days of overcoming that, turning the page, and moving on. But that's those are things that you're looking to develop as far as the character of your team. And you don't find that out like we just talked about until you get in the games, until you've been slapped across the face a couple of times, and then how you're going to get back, how you're going to respond. And uh, but I, I like I think I think we'll respond well. Again, you don't know until you until you get in those situations and. Uh, We'll get to start this weekend, see what happens. Good. All right, so five games this weekend, uh, home opener a week and a half away, the 17th here at Getterman Stadium. A lot of home games, uh, a couple tournaments, Getterman uh, Classic. And then I love the name, the Ode to Joy Classic, and A&M will be a part of that. I, I think that is just a really, really nice tribute. You know, it, it was happening. We had three tournaments. Uh, this was, you know, the most tournament. We got 42 home games, 42 games being played on our field this year. Wow. 14 that we won't play in. So there's going to be a lot of action, a lot of teams here. It's going to be good. We're going to get to showcase Getterman. But when we're, as we're sitting around thinking for these tournaments, you know, we had the Baylor Invitational, the Getterman Classic. What could be another one? And it was about that time that I think Joy passed away. And we said, well, hey, why don't we – you know, somebody came up, old to Joy. And I went, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think at the football game that weekend they were going to do a, a tribute to her with a video or something. Mm-hmm. And we thought, man, there we go. So just kind of grew. And so, yeah, we're excited to that. And, and to have A&M and Sam Houston State come to be a part of that, it's going to be some good softball and for a good cause, too. Yeah, really cool. All right, uh, are you staying away from foul balls? You uh, you had that one run in that was not good. Yeah, yeah. I stay behind the, uh, the, behind the net now. And or wait, 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 you were behind the net then, also. Yeah, but but I I, I found Brittany. She's my lead blocker now, so I hide behind her too. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes the ball finds you. Uh-huh. You know, it doesn't matter where you're at. And uh, but no, I'm good. I was behind the net. I just got a little too close. Yeah. So 
so far so good i'm still standing you know it was kind of funny you, you say that uh earlier this year uh one of the mississippi state coaches that i know uh he got hit on a ricochet mm. and he had to go have surgery on his nose Golly. yes i mean he's fine he was yeah. able to, to overcome that but it was you know this this front toss stuff behind screens is is pretty uh, pretty dangerous stuff but uh <laughs> but anyway no i've so far i've dodged a bullet and i've tried to be smarter since then I back up. I still find myself getting a little close, but uh, if it's meant to be, he's going to tell you. He's going to tell. You, I'm going to get nailed, so <laughs> I'll just wear it. <laughs> Glad you're past that. Health-wise, for the team, uh, are you 100 percent getting going this weekend? Yeah, I think so. I think you know we, we've got a freshman. Uh, Abby Flores got some issues uh, with her back, but again, she's uh, she's working through that, so she may not be able to to play right away. But uh, but I think everybody else is is doing well, and you know, other than the the normal. You know, wear and tear on your body and bumps and bruises and this and that. I think we're doing good. Uh, and that's, you know, that's a credit to our, our medical staff. And Leah does a great job with that. So uh, so we're, we're in good shape as of now and, and ready, to, ready to rock and roll. It's exciting. Uh, good luck out in Las Vegas. Uh, it is. It, this is just a coincidence. You're going to Las Vegas the week of the Super Bowl, right? Absolutely, because, you know, according to our compliance, we can't gamble on that. We're not going to do that. But I can tell you this right now, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying.